Welcome back, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Lisette. And this is Shamim. And we are the Unapologetic Culture Podcast. Episode 14? 14. Yeah. How has your week been? It's good. A lot of celebration, a lot going on. Busy, busy. What about you? A lot of photo shoots. Yeah, a lot of photo shoots, definitely. Um, graduated, finally. Yes! I'm done with Parkland. Bye. Forever. Ooh, round of applause for <laughs> um, me. But yeah, it's been like pretty decent. You That's a vibe, so clap, bro. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> you um, a vibe, here she comes. Yeah, no, it was really great. Thanks for coming, Quindon and Lisette. No problem. Uh, and Jennifer, uh, shout out to your sister. for she's She passed uh, nursing program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to her. By the way, Jennifer's recording live. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and then I had work for the past three days. That was terrible. So it was like a big celebration, then back to it. Yeah, no, like for real, I was really planning to like go back home. And so yeah. like I was like really irritated. But it's a check. It is whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, have you done anything else besides the photo shoots? Uh, um, <laughs> no, I... Well, I went to work on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. I had um, work and my training for my summer program, which I'm really excited to start. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the rest of the week I had graduations. Oh, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Then work again. Am I bad again for, like, having to leave after, like, the... When we went oh, to no, you're fine. Quentin's the only one that was yeah, like, I know. well, you guys can just do just too. No, like, because, like, I thought, you like, the fam came, and then... Nah, yeah, it's cool. Oh. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, it's cool. Um, But, yeah, we'll probably find another time mm-hmm. to do something. But, uh, yeah, so we had a lot of stuff going on this current week. Um, I guess we can start off with talking about... Um, so the Senate confirmed Gina Haspel as the C- CIA director. Um, and so, like, that's been a controversial thing because mm-hmm. she's, like... She has she's been involved with a lot of like torture um stuff that like was going on with like Guantanamo Bay and stuff mm-hmm. and like just with like um terrorizing people who've been accused as being terrorists and stuff. And so it was just like having her over as a CIA and and the history of knowing like the CIA being involved with a lot of like shady stuff. Yeah. It was just like it made it even like worse. And we talked about this prior with like the Secretary of State too who was who is uh confirmed um, I forgot his name, but also he was involved with some things. Actually, his, for him, it was controversial because his sentiments towards, like, I think Muslims and then, like, immigrants, I think. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really just um, terrible. But, yeah, so the so this is from the NPR. Basically said the Senate on Thursday confirm, confirmed Gina Haspel as CIA director, making her the first woman to lead the spy agency, despite the controversy surrounding her role in the waterboarding program. The Senate vote of... 54 to 45 in favor of Haspel came mostly along party lines. She needs support from several Democratic senators to win confirmation. Her confirmation effectively completes President Trump's shakeup of his national security and foreign policy teams. In recent weeks, John Bolton became the national security advisor. Mike Pompeo, which we were talking about, became Secretary of State. And Haspel now takes over for Pompeo at CIA. So, yeah, like... Uh, it's basically going to be very, very interesting in the next couple of years and just a couple of months now to see how like like foreign policy and things that happen in regards to the U.S. being involved globally um, and even just nationally too here and like the way like like certain people are are um, perceived um, by and like being like surveyed and whatever. 
So that's going to be interesting to see. Um, what else was there? I don't know if you can check. Which one do you want me to check? Oh, for the drive? Yeah, never mind. Um, yeah. Everybody was talking about the royal wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to talk. I mean, I it. didn't. We can talk about it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it personally. I didn't either. I, I uh, saw all <laughs> the tweets about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they got, they were married yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like my whole like, inst- I'm not on Twitter. Again, I already told you like this whole like my hate slash love relationship with twitter i'm not on there right now um but i was on instagram and like my timeline was literally filled with like people just talking about the the, the wedding and everything yeah, and me too i don't know like i just always never really understood like that fascination of like especially like when it comes to like the you like americans mm-hmm. and like being fascinated about like like british weddings like british weddings i'm like uh okay it's like (laughs) i don't yeah i'm like what is what's really a big deal about it like why do we care so much about it um i thought like so there was like the people who obviously are interested in weddings that's that's definitely them like that's cool Mm -hmm. um but also too it was really kind of like cringeworthy to see people like not understand like the especially the history of like the british empire and like the way that they colonized like globally like different countries and stuff and like they're, they're just they're in effect and impact when it comes to people who are non non-white and so i'm just like uh i don't think this is a really a win for all black people just because her mom is black but okay like yeah. i don't know like okay let me say the positive part before i just get in because you know i'm gonna get in <laughs> i think definitely it was cute it was a cute wedding mm-hmm. like it was like i saw the pictures like i thought serena williams was there and mm-hmm. so i liked her outfit and liked her her braids too um yeah i like their hat i always like the like the little Mm -hmm. different hats like that's that's cute um overall like sweating was nice um the choir was different i was like okay they got black choir i I see them okay saw them singing and everything and they had like the pastor too there that was interesting um but yeah like just the conversation was getting a little bit like okay it almost kind of what it reminded me again was like kind of the way that like when like black panther came out and like everybody was like oh my god this is gonna do everything for black people and everything and it's just like yeah it's a movie i um and this is a wedding the way i kind of saw it was like um people were like cheering her on because like she was getting accepted kind of into a white space that's what i'm so she's like um megan markle so the lady the woman that's marrying um prince harry um her mom is is black but her dad is white, and so she's biracial. Yeah. But like the way that she looks, she literally looks white passing. Yeah, she does. Like, like you she, can see her features. Yeah, you've seen it, right? Some features. Yeah, you can tell. So like legit, like you just if you saw her just mm-hmm. randomly, you'd think she's a white lady. Mm-hmm. And so like, <laughs> like so like the she thing. Looks she looks yeah, 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 yeah she looks but solid. she's white passing. Like, she's still you like can, yeah, you yeah, can like, have like a little hair. a little melon in you and still look white passing. Yeah, like if mm-hmm. they they showed a picture of her next to like jennifer lopez mm-hmm. and she looked white compared to jennifer Light. lopez she looked lighter than yeah. jennifer lopez yeah yeah so picture. like yeah so like it was just like kind of interesting how like the conversation became like about i saw a lot of people really like in the engaging of the conversation like oh this is a win for black people and like yeah oh like and like it's of like white yeah like it's needed. like it's ending racism and i'm thinking wait slow down too because <laughs> one this girl like she doesn't even look like phenotype like in the phenotype way like she doesn't look like as like a black person like me or like quindon mm-hmm. um 
so like you would have to question like most people are like what is she mixed with like you know yeah like, like i mean you basically would have to just see her mom like yeah. i mean and so like there's that um and then two it's just like what are we kind of like cheering on for because her then i'm like thinking like white, right are we are we like clapping because it's acceptance it's like yay hurrah like we got into a white space and it's like but that's not gonna help everybody though yeah. like i mean i'm not trying to like put down anybody and be like oh don't be happy about it be happy about it but also too that's not a win for everybody and like it almost if anything it really really comparison is to like especially the way that people are like um uh with with barack obama so like mm-hmm. when like Obama became the first black president, you know, everybody was like, oh, this transcended race, you know, we're like doing great and everything. And but it's like, but then what happened four years later, you had a Trump. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, you still had like things going on with black people and like just marginalized, marginalized people in general. Um, so it's just like, I think we got to really be kind of careful about like when we talk about representation and what it really does and mm-hmm. impact people like as a whole, because it's like, OK, yeah, she got married into it. And also, too, if you know, like the history of that family, too, like especially like knowing like with Princess Diana and like things that she had to go with, through, like yeah. she literally was depressed when she was like when she got married yeah. into that family. Yeah. So like they're really not even that great, like <laughs> realistically. Right. Um, so yeah i mean all i gotta say is realistically for me in my personal perspective it's congrats to her kudos to her for like getting married but i don't see that as like a win for black people i think though like it does give people hope that things will change like her being in that Mm -hmm. white space she'll have more power to move through yeah and like change certain things you know that might give open doors Mm -hmm. um for other black people to start like you know um start like having more say into what's going on but i think that's just like a hope that people yeah, it's have like a, it's a, like hope. a hope they had when like barack obama became president mm-hmm. people have hope, yeah like, you know yeah definitely so. i just i think like it's definitely you got to be careful just because of the fact that like i think a lot of people who are really like hyping it up kind of don't know the history yeah sure. and that's when you got to be careful it's like when you don't know the history and stuff and you're just like jumping on something like oh yeah this is gonna be something really effective and whatever and not even just that history of that mm-hmm. just even look at the way that like our country has been when it comes to like race and stuff so it's just like just because certain uh like a, a brown or black face is in a certain space or power or a white space doesn't necessarily mean that's gonna be a push for everybody yeah. i mean so like we have to like really think about what else are we doing besides just representation in like these white spaces like pushing forward like we really do want to break like barriers right we want to like end quote unquote end racism or like um end the obstacles where where there is racism but just getting married into a royal family isn't going to stop end that and also too it's just like and then as well too you have to think about like this so when she gets married she's she's married now she they have kids those kids aren't necessarily going to be aligned as black because now they're fully more white so Mm -hmm. what is that then unless yeah like i mean when they do have kids like unless you know their kids decide to like that's what they represent themselves as and like the Mm -hmm. first thing they talk about is you know being black yeah and carry that weight i still haven't even gotten passed off of like prince harry too dressing up as a ku klux klan so oh yeah if you don't know about that look that up in the web he did dress up on halloween as the kk so yeah well another thing that i saw recently um i saw that um an ice director was uh speaking and he literally almost started crying about how ice agents get treated so horribly so yeah he like started tearing up 
and he was acting like the victim. What is this? Where's this on? It's uh, it was on uh, Fox. On Fox. I'll, I'll play it for you. Like he was talking. Yeah, he was literally like about to cry. And I'm like, where were people crying when my father was getting deported? Where were people crying when my family was getting dragged across the border? Wow. <laughs> he said a gun to their hip. They strap a gun to their hip. It is war crimes. What do you... <laughs> an ICE agent, an ICE director. Um, so basically, like, it's, it's over now. It's basically, it was like this um, ICE director who was pretty much like yeah, defending speaking, like everybody, every all ICE, I, all ICE workers, or whatever, yeah. like on the border, saying that like, oh, they 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 go through they so work, much, they work so, much, they work so hard, they leave their loving families to go yeah. fight crime when it's literally them leaving their loving families to go separate my loving family. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, again, it's just again defending the state and trying to deflect from like the actual crimes that they commit on immigrants and stuff like as if there is a they don't have a choice on the way that they treat people who come and pass the border and uh i think i need to find the article but they said that they're gonna start um like holding um children that are crossing across the border mm-hmm. that are mexican citizens um in like concentration type camps Oh yeah, uh, and you were also the same person, didn't you? Also say that they like people also can get like uh, sexually assaulted or whatever. Like yeah, eighty percent of women that cross the border are sexually um, assaulted. And I wouldn't be surprised if that also has anything to do with the ice folks that are in there. Definitely. Um, and while they're trying to like victimize themselves, um, they literally go around poking holes in barrels that are supposed to have water for the crossing the people crossing. So. I don't really have sympathy for any of them. So, but that's another thing. And yeah, um, the children that do come unaccompanied from Mexico, they uh, they they don't get to stay here. They just get sent back. All right. Next, um, we're gonna just talk about um, some other thing that's been going on in the world. We're gonna talk about um, what's going on on in Palestine. Do you want me to start well, with the article? Yeah, yeah, just like, uh, just a little snot, um... A little, like, a article. Little, yeah, yeah, um, 
on ABC News, they were talking about just like the recently. It was in on was it Sunday or Monday? Um, May fifteenth. May fifteenth. May fifteenth. Like uh, that was when the uh, Article, U.S. Yeah. finally uh, finally uh, declared that uh, there was going to be a U.S. embassy in Jerusalem, which caused a lot of conflict um, with, between uh, with like the Israelis. Um, and Palestinians and Palestinians were killed. It's like 50, over fifty. Over fifty were Palestinians in yeah. massive protest are killed by Israeli military. Bloodiest day in the Gaza since twenty fourteen war. Hmm. Um, more than fifteen pe- fifty people, including eight children, were killed by the Israeli military and Palestine Palestinian protest that erupted Monday along the Gaza border as the U.S. opened its new embassy in Jerusalem, Palestine authorities said. The deaths and injuries to over 2,400 people came mostly from gunfire by Israeli forces as Palestinians amassed at the border in far greater numbers than in other recent demonstrations. The crowds had swelled to tens of thousands by the time US ceremony to by the time a US ceremony to open its new embassy started about fifty miles away in the Ar- Arnon- Arnona neighborhood of Jerusalem. The Palestinian ambassador to the UN accused Israeli forces of using massive firepower against civilians. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, like so, like you could tell, like um, with the coverage too, there was a complete stark um, uh, difference between the way that like the Palestinians were being treated, obviously being like killed um, and being assaulted, and then you had this ceremony where like they were all like you know looking very like it was looking very like normal and calm, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just another f- further dig with like just like the occupation and erasure of like Palestinians um, and their land and like um, the genocide of like Israel, Israel, um, and the U.S. involvement in that. Um, the only, I guess, the basic reason of them doing that was just to like um, to have closer ties with Israel. I'm assuming that's the only reason why the only the the, the irony was the yeah the irony was though they had like a pastor there at the at the ceremony who was actually anti-Semitic and also Islamophobic so it was just like why would you have right like why would you have somebody who's also anti-Semitic doing that at church ceremony who at a supposedly Jewish state like the irony in that which just goes again to tell you even more that there's clearly it's really whack and also too just another like clarification so backtrack backtrack a little bit for folks who don't know um the like the u.s and also other like european countries helped in like to uh cultivate like israel as being like a state in the middle east it never was a a, a thing prior to after world war ii um and so like they also had a declaration Belfort De- declaration um and with that they declared it as a state and what happened though with that is they never really created like a solution prior to the people that were living there previously which were palestinians and so basically they invaded their their land and at this point and they've been continuously been occupying more and more land and taking like more of it and then pushing them out and so like now if you look at like them if you look at the map that was from the 40s to currently today you'll see that less and less palestinians live there and like they're being more and more like like pushed out and like pretty much put it in in into like 
certain like camps it's almost like the way you can basically compare it to the way like the native americans here have been pushed out of their land and like the way that the palestinians have been pushed out um sorry technical difficulties ying yang wants to be a mess <laughs> Do you want food? We took his snacks. Um, yeah, so, and so, like, that's been, like, an ongoing conflict, um, and the, there's been a really bad, like, narrative in the way that, like, push of, like, I, I was saying it before, like, on uh, Instagram, I think. So this is, um, yeah, so this is, uh, like, the, like, that shows, like, yeah, the map. visual representation. Visual representation, and so, like. How they were getting pushed out. This is from 1946, so that's when it was fa- first established as, as, as uh, Israel, whatever, um, even though that was Palestine. And then further on, you'll see that the Palestinian land, which is green, continues to become shrink. more and more shrink. Yeah. And so, like, this is what it is currently today. And so, like, they literally have no type of land. And also why it's called, like, an apartheid state is because they have, like, borders around it. So, like, they have, like, a wall around it, like the way, like, in South Africa where they had walls around, like, black south africans and then non-black south africans mm-hmm. and so like they push them further on to segregate them even more and so like they have each part of like that wall in palace in um israel and there's like um checkpoints and so like each part like they have to like go through like a whole process of like uh kind of like the way that the border is like here mm-hmm. in the u.s and so you have to go through all these like checkpoints and stuff just to get through and you get strip searched i've like i know like friends who've literally gone back home and like they've gotten like strip searched they've had to like been like um um, questioned, questioned interrogated and everything and like it's it's really like an embarrassing and like really like hostile environment uh-huh. and and that happens here like if you uh if you go up through california mm-hmm. up the states or up through texas there's multiple checkpoints mm-hmm. so um, the more you go up the the less checkpoints but like if if um my family were to go down visit someone in texas they couldn't get past a certain point mm. because they check you yeah because that's that borders like all the way from like what like texas till california uh, so it's yeah. like bordering mm-hmm. at least four four hundred mm-hmm. four states um mm-hmm. so yeah and i think like the biggest thing of like the biggest propaganda again about like i've said it before i would like when it comes to like d- discussing like, israel is the fact that like a lot of people in the u.s don't know any like the history and like now like education behind it i mean the pure fact that like our taxes go to that to israel yeah like our taxes literally go that, and nobody really questions yeah. why exactly our our money. And is a lot going of things there. that we buy, are, yeah, are funded. Like yeah. you, you brought up like the, yeah. the makeup companies too yeah. that like there's support so as many well. Makeup, yeah, and also to be clear too, um, there's a difference between being anti-Semitic and also being a Zionist. So Zionism is like a political ideology where like basically it's like the like the enforcing like um, imperialism, white supremacy, all this colonization and like being okay. like and supporting that mm-hmm. and like supporting like the fact that like basically Palestinians shouldn't exist or whatever, like and they should be pushed out. Um, anti-Semitism is literally hatred towards people who are Jewish. So there's no there's no thing like a uh, uh, issue with Jews in in like Jew- Jewish people, it's just the fact that like the way that like Israel became a state, right, and right. kind of like to and, take and out took another, out, and yeah. took out another, you know, like yeah. and, and now we're infringing on the rights of other people. Yeah. That's the real issue. And of course, like other people who can speak on this more, people who are actually Palestinian, which I will be having an interview with my friend Dunya. 
Shout out to Dunya if you're on watching this. Um, she's the student. She's the president for the Students for Justice for Palestine, and so she'll speak more on to that topic. But yeah, it's definitely something that like I think everybody should really take their time to like learn the history of that and just learn at the what's currently going on. Cause yeah, it's pretty. It's very very interesting. Yes, that mm-hmm. is very interesting. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, and so we'll keep you guys updated with that. Um. I, what was the other current events? We have another one hold pause please pause for um no no wrong we have a topic to talk about is that a main topic do we have a main topic what's been going on billboard awards are going on tonight what is this Help me. Technical difficulties. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not the best. Uh, um, we can talk about. Um, you want to talk about? Um, what'd you say? Uh, what's it called? What? We don't have the article. Tide. To tie. Is it called? Title. Title. Um. Just. Okay. Yeah. Please don't. Never mind. Don't touch it. <laughs> um. Just how Amazon is holding about? Seattle hostage. No. no. So, mm-hmm. title is fluctuating Kanye West and Beyonce's um, streaming numbers, saying that they got more numbers than what they actually could have, like mathematically gotten on that app. Oh, really? And who does who's title this owned by? A, uh, oh, you said Beyonce. You just want to talk about it because it's Beyonce. Oh, you bro. said Beyonce. Chill. You said they're um, hyping Beyonce up. So um, yeah, like basically Rihanna saying, is dropping an album soon. Yeah, okay. But anyway, so like they you were talking about, they were talking about it was the life of Pablo, and then it was Lemonade that got like a lot of streams, and like so it wasn't technically like they said that, that was fraudulent. That's what it was like, based on that. Uh, yeah. Fraudulent. I think yeah, because like they were saying like there was way more streams than actually possible with like the the statistics, the ratio of like how many members there are of Title compared to how many people stream. Well, wasn't it that at that time though Title was free? That's awesome. Because nothing, yeah. I had like, title for a good minute and it was free. Oh, so you were supporting. Hmm. You know what? That <laughs> yeah. was back, back <laughs> when it was free. And then people wanted to be shady. <laughs> no, I don't even I don't even have it either. Like, let's be honest. I'm on Spotify. So But um but yeah, no, I mean, if it's true, then yeah, like that they should be investigated on that. That's I wouldn't say like like I keep supporting it. <laughs> I mean, y'all think like as if I worship this girl. Come on, man. <laughs> she did start crying. Let me do an impression of Shamim. I, I don't know what she does for me. Chill. Then, you, wait, you ask what? If yeah, who has title? Yeah, if anybody in the in the who's watching right now, do you have title or Spotify? Let us know. I feel like title is a J Cole. Title. You think? Yeah. Oh, you're thinking. I mean, you're somebody. Quentin, did it anyway? Shut up. Anyway, is there new music that came out yet, or nah? Oh, J Cole. No, like new music. Oh, any new music in general? Um, who dropped? Who somebody dropped something? Oh, uh, Kelani did a remix with something. With someone, oh, isn't Miguel dropping something? I think so, yeah. Miguel's dropping yeah. something. Uh-huh. Um, oh, there was a tweet going around. Oh my gosh, you know who tweeted something very stupid? Who? 
babe. Lulu. Lulu. Who's Lu- <sighs> she's been canceled though. She's been canceled. Who's Lulu? This makeup artist that I used to watch, but she's been canceled because oh, she. No, she says the n word, so we had to cancel her a long time ago. <laughs> Dang, there's a lot. She's of been canceled. canceled. Her. What do y'all think about um when people bring up like past tweets? Do you think it's like fair? Um, I think it's all in action. Um, because um, I mean, Clint people no. people could bring up my past tweets and I could get murdered. Like you know, and I, I'm I'm a I'm so a stand up like, for my. Do you think I that mean, like the the person that they're like accusing them, let's say it's racism, right? Uh, and so they like previous tweets of like five ten years ago were like really racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you think it's fair for their audience to be like, well, I'm not gonna support you anymore, or yeah, for what? sure. I think it's um it's something that you don't have to be forgiven for. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if somebody pulls something up, I'm not even gonna defend myself. Just let it be, you know. No, no. When it comes to Twitter, though, I feel like it depends on what the you context. Yeah. You think context. it's the context? I think yeah, context is important. The of what you said matters. Yeah, like, like what? Okay, so what is what is the what if is the intensity? Then? Yeah. What, what is, do you what do you think is, is what do you think harsh? is too like too harsh for them to be like canceling them? And then what right, do you think is like you, um like something that they say about women maybe? Well, <gasps> but, but listen, <laughs> exposed. <laughs> but listen, listen, listen. Something something that can be like um, homophobic so, it cannot be offensive no, to no, you, listen, and that can be so no no. So I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking if like you double down on it. So let's say you got exposed on something. Let's say you got exposed on it, some tweets, right? And so people brought it up to you and you're like, hey, uh, Quinnon, you said this or whatever. Uh, can you explain it? And then you're just like, no, what? I changed or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. then does that does that qualify as then being canceled? Do you have to? I feel like for me, it feels like it? I feel like you have to at least like like be like, okay, you know, I've learned from it. I changed. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I'm yeah for sure, for sure. So like, but I think thing is, that's happened so many times. It's like. And, and people, people still don't listen. People yeah, still didn't care. Yeah, but I think so, that I mean, at that point it's just like I if, think yeah. At that point you just let it be, and you have to take you have to keep with the consequences. You know, you mm-hmm. weren't thinking about it back then. You weren't yeah. thinking about the consequences back then. But now you just gotta you just gotta go through it. Just gotta let it be, and like you know, you know that you you know that you've changed. You yeah. know yourself that you've changed. So and it's not you can't beg for someone's forgiveness because you don't deserve it. You know mm-hmm. you you don't have to. They don't have to forgive you for saying something. Yeah, that's they, true. I yeah. mean, they, they don't they don't owe you anything. Your exactly. Owe you anything. Exactly. Um, so. I am S R R Y. No, to like, you. <laughs> Cause I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking about like like this uh, cancel culture and just like you know, oh yeah, like, canceling it, everybody it, left like, and right. right. Has it gone too far, or is there like some point where we're just like, okay, well, what like what is the purpose of doing this canceling culture? I think culture? some people are people growing you, or like or what? I think like, some people are just canceling left and right just to get a hype out of it, you know? Yeah. And I don't think people really understand like like why it's harmful or why the things that were said made an impact and were wrong they're just like oh they said this word that nobody's supposed to use so let's just Mm -hmm. cancel them or they themselves the people making the accusations don't understand or themselves aren't offended Mm -hmm. they're just bringing it to light how do you feel jennifer oh (laughs) yeah we put you on the spot huh so we put on you put you on the spot Um, i don't know (laughs) (laughs) no she's not yeah obviously i feel like we're all in a yeah 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 but like Lisette said, my past has been like really po- problematic. So it's yeah. more to pull that up. And I mean, I have no right to like ask for forgiveness. 
Yeah. If they want to cancel me, then I mean, I'm not. I'll cancel myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also had like a point to bring up. I was thinking about it. So I was thinking the other day that like you know people in like more populated cities have taken certain words and turned them into like you know positive things or whatever that used to be offensive. And like I like um like for example like um. Like, the end where, like, people have taken that, like, black people have taken that and turned it to something positive or, like, something, like, they, they take it back, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's been, like, um, used more. And people that are not black, like, have started using it that they're not supposed to. And um, I was thinking, like, the fact that they don't realize, maybe because they're bit from bigger cities, that in, like, smaller cities, like, here and the surrounding cities of, around us still use those words um, and, like, like a very harmful way do you know do you see where i'm coming from um i feel like if anything the n-words has always been kind of derogatory for folks like outside of like blackness i don't know like like i think like i, I see what you're like trying to say like guys and like it's definitely has be because of like just the culture of like just like black culture in itself is like very popular right yeah right, right now and so yeah. like a lot of people are trying to engage with that um and i think a lot of times people think that they're like more cooler when they say that yeah right? um but I think there still kind of is like a yeah overall, when uh, like, non-black kind of people say it. yeah, like, yeah but still- I, I'm talking mm-hmm. about like the fact that like I've seen like me on Twitter and stuff like I've seen black people defend other non-black people saying the word well that's just them again that's yeah them. exactly <laughs> what I'm saying like that that's just certain people but I'm like is it because like these people are from like bigger cities that like um well that just could just be because they just don't really have an understanding of what microaggressions and then like how like that just works into a system of oppression and it doesn't really benefit you um i think like again like when it comes coming circling back to like the counseling culture thing Mm -hmm. um definitely i think if somebody's definitely not willing to grow out of it and learn why like their problematic ways were problematic in the first place and why like if we're bringing back like a, a whole tweet or whatever I think that's definitely an issue. I think for me, I'm more so interested, not necessarily in individuals, I'm more interested in the society itself. Mm-hmm. So case in point, we're not talking too in depth about him, but Kanye West. So of course, in multiple ways, he has been problematic. And of course, there's also, you can also put in the fact about his health. That's mm-hmm. if, that's valid. Um, however, I think a lot of people were harping on the fact of like, oh, him as an individual. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him. Instead of talking about the importance of why he, what he like symbolizes in this whole society, though. So like in taking point as being like a black person, right? Who at a certain point he understood, well, at least publicly, he understood like how um, systematic raci- racism works, whatever. I mean, he called out like the the forty third president Bush and said that like, he doesn't care about black people. And so now, and then to get him to now, to this point where he's almost aspiring to whiteness, like, what is, like, are we looking at, like, the traumas or, like, just the ways that, like, some people, especially black people, view um, ways of kind of ending racism or not, like, wanting to, um, what am I trying to say? Some people, I think for some folks, like, it's more so not necessarily, like, I want to, like, liberate my community. It's like, how do I get to that same power as how do so, i get out how do i how do i get in, out in, in the white place space. in mm-hmm. white spaces um kind of like in tying it back a little bit with the royal wedding thing like how like a lot of people are like this is definitely a, a win for black people right because she got into a space that's white and it's 
it's elite right and so i think sometimes people like to be in the seat at at the table instead of like looking at the whole system of why do we even have this table Mm -hmm. right um and so like i think like a lot of people like i think i'm for me personally i'm kind of refraining from especially like kind of like looking at like individuals of like when they kind of in a way sell out like i'm just like you know what that's you that's what you think that you're gonna be able to like that's your strategy Mm -hmm. however i think like we have to look at like the whole system as itself the society that that creates people to feel that way feel like that's the only way to get out right like that's the only way that i'm gonna end racism is by marrying somebody who's white or right you know getting into this power system right um and so like yeah i think i think like what i was asking like when i was talking about canceling culture i'm like thinking so what is like the what is the end goal when people do that like are we getting to a point of like we want to like have people educated and like like learn from like their mistake like learn from this right or is it just like we're just trying to like take more people out like what is the purpose then right, because right, if right. the whole concept is being like we want to make sure that we liberate we want to like help all of our community right mm-hmm. why then are you also then taking out people now i don't look what the white folks can can educate their own white folks that's 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 them on them i'm talking more so like with like when it comes to like marginalized people Mm -hmm. but that's a whole nother conversation so i mean yeah yeah. for sure i get that like i think that people just randomly cancel people just to like drop them and just like get rid of people to talk about but i do think that like at a certain point for me canceling people means that i've seen them Mm -hmm. get certain points explained yeah. and they just disregard them mm-hmm. or they don't um learn from them or they um they the way they reply is in a way of like um being very oh my gosh what's the word defensive towards mm-hmm. it and not being open to learning why mm-hmm. they why people um find it offensive or why mm-hmm. people see it as wrong they just they they have their mindset on they're doing the right thing or they're they're not going to change and they just want to keep doing it right that's when i feel like it's canceled like the person is canceled like i'm not gonna waste my time keep seeing these um people's tweets or keep hoping and like uh, contributing to wanting them to change and keep telling them the same thing over and over yeah i mean like because yeah at a certain point like you have to also huh Mm -mm. no um but yeah at a certain point you got to be like and like you can't just be like straining yourself burning yourself out just to educate somebody who's not wanting to take that education. yeah and it literally kind of just puts you in a bad mood every time you see, you see them like still doing the same things over and over and mm-hmm. you're just like i just don't want to like have any mm-hmm. part of you on my social media or anything i just don't want to see you anywhere because even if i were to support you for a certain thing that i do agree with but you're still doing that one thing that i believe is offending other people Mm-hmm. other marginalized people then i just don't feel like i can mm-hmm. support you you know like i can't do it because my conscience is not going to be clear and i'm just gonna be supporting one person and yeah it's like almost like a hypocrisy yeah, yeah. So i get that um because yeah like i also think like um i'm kind of like also past like this like social media like conversation of like always having to like it's almost kind of gets to boiling down to like ranting of like people like okay we have to like con- continuously talk about this person yeah. why they're bad like, yeah. create threads create thing pieces and yeah. everything and i'm just like that's cool and all for you but like what is that really initially doing like and i think that's also one of my like pet peeves especially with twitter was just like 
when I got on there, it's just like you could tell, like there's just like this kind of group think of like when one person has an issue with something, everybody everybody's just jumps gonna on it. have an issue, and that person's either gonna learn or they're just gonna keep. Yeah, it and it's like of course there's certain stuff like it makes sense to like talk about it, right? But like if we're all just harping off of this something to harp about just for some likes and retweets. Is it really effective then? Are we just or are we just literally just out here just wanting or to Or are people just going out there and just exposing everybody for no reason yeah, like, just like to, to, expose, purpose, yeah, to expose to like, like create a conversation? Yeah, you know? like what is your purpose? And not in the doing right that? conversation, not the like, yeah. change or why there should mm-hmm. be change. Yeah, so it's just I like that. I think like we have to be conscious about that too. Just like cool you digged up like ten years old tweets but what is that initially going to really do you know what effect is that going to cause you know like i mean because realistically like y'all said it before everybody's been problematic before like but how did we all grow out of that or how are we growing consciously yeah and the thing is that like for example like me like i've been having a like a you could say a problematic past like i don't have to go through that and the light of other people like you know no like as of right now no one's gonna like pull up my 10-year tweets because nobody cares right now Mm -hmm. but like other people that are like popular are famous like people are looking through their lives and Mm -hmm. they're even though they can be like behind the scene like changing themselves yeah they don't have like that freedom of being able to and that's something that comes with you know being popular yeah i mean that's just like the negatives of like social media though it's just like yeah because you're pretty much having like a an internet footprint yeah and for other people who weren't who didn't have like the internet prior like when they were growing up or whatever they have the freedom of doing sh- a lot of problematic stuff and we just you don't won't find, find out, out until they're like dead and yeah, you dig because, up their like diary yeah. or some shit but like and that maybe that is the fault of you know younger folks is posting a lot of stuff and just putting out there a lot of things you know yeah it's just like you know talking about like with uh stephen clark um where he was like killed by the police i think like now a month ago mm-hmm. um but they digged up his tweets from i think and that was like actually recent that was like probably two years ago or a year ago and he was talking a lot of like crazy stuff about black women and so a lot of people were just like well should we even support him or not whatever and so it's just like it really got like in a bad it got really heated like a conversation and i mean at the same time i can't really follow anybody who doesn't want to because it's just like hey i don't even know yeah. if he was actually still like that you know yeah. and also too it's just like I think like, but then that house that needs to get back to a conversation of how do we make sure that like we we make sure we're teaching folks within our community too to unlearn our own like biases of each other and our internalized like racism and stuff, um, because as marginalized people too we also have internalized internalized things too, and so how do we unlearn that? Um, because yeah, you don't want to get to a point where it's like yeah, like people are finding out all these things. I know? think something that's like hard for me, like to kind of like separate and like how to, um, um, like make points up from both like um problems and like get to both problems but separately is like something that where I see like um Latinx people that are being um anti-black mm-hmm. and then like them like being in the comments like or like seeing other people talk about black people being like anti-immigration like you know everything and like Mm. it's like how do you separate those two without somebody always bringing up the fact that the other side is doing this the uh, like black yeah yeah i've also seen that too so like um i've seen that like on online too where it's just like i think that's another thing that's been like 
un like not talked about as much is mm -hmm. the fact that like so like with the whole stuff that's going on with immigration and daca and like mm -hmm. so just the last next community um and then side by that with you have black lives matter and stuff and like mm -hmm. all the things that are going on with black issues there has been like black folks and also latinx folks who have not been equally supporting other yeah. like the like each side yeah. and for people it's more so like well there's there's lat there's latinx people who are anti-black why should we support them mm -hmm. right um did, uh, do you remember um, what you were thinking? so yeah like i think like and then on like when it comes to latinx community um there is anti-blackness as well that's prevalent yeah um however also too the kind of irony of both sides is the fact that like there's also people who who overlap identities with that so like mm -hmm. you could be black and also ethnically latinx right mm -hmm. you could be afro latinx um or you, you know like you could be involved in both communities and so it's just like to have this like kind of not not to not be dual like mm -hmm. have a duality of like you know understanding like the oppressions and like how these systems work mm -hmm. just separately but also overlap right i think that's very dangerous because then you, that's how that's that's how systems work they want you to, to be divided they yeah. want you to think like oh to play almost play into this oppression olympics like yeah, yeah my my oppression is worse than yours right. or or oh i don't need to be supporting you because you don't support me it's like well you got to be careful with that because realistically what is the what is the in goal then right like of course, like, I want definitely, like, black people to be liberated. Of course, that's, like, my goal, right? But I also, too, want all people to be liberated. Yeah. I also want all people to not be in a position of being oppressed or being in a system of oppression. Yeah. That's my goal. I definitely want to find ways to be involved. And, in, like, so, like, if that has to be education, if that has to be involved in grassroots efforts, like, that's that's what I want to do. And so, like, that's my, like, that's what my position is. Like, like my responsibility is to also learn from what other people are doing like what other like struggles are going on so like learning when it comes to like palestine because i didn't grow up knowing like too much about that of course i knew some of it because of like being part of the muslim community yeah. but i also had to take the initiative to learn myself yeah, and sure. so it came like with the same thing with like the let's next community i learned myself about that stuff and also too i engaged with other people in the community now also too i think people forget that you can do both you can also learn about other struggles and also engage with people and also confront certain issues yeah and that's like um like uh, what i see is like you can call somebody out like that you see like you can call like let's say let's just bring this an example like uh i saw somebody calls the, like people in their asian communities out for anti-blackness as well mm -hmm. and then when somebody says something like that it's like bam you're calling me out let's call everybody out all the like marginalized people let's call every also like, it's like it's like yeah. well it's like oh like, you want to like, call asian people yeah, out? let's call like, mexican people out let's mm -hmm. call black people out for their yeah. anti-immigration like and it's yeah. just like like generalizing but it's like, then that's everybody right then that yeah. deflects from the whole point of it and it's like like we're gonna all at, at some point we're all gonna be uncomfortable though too yeah. when it comes to education education like learning and like understanding like un unlearning your own like biases and your own like yeah. prejudice or your own you know like all these internalized things mm -hmm. it's gonna get uncomfortable that's like that's obvious i think like what people need to not do though is deflect you know from that like it's like if somebody's coming to you you know mm -hmm. and taking the initiative to like to confront this like issue and you have to like you know address it that's the thing like i like 
something that like i'm very like cautious with is um like calling people out for like being anti-immigration or like if i were to call somebody out that was black for being anti-immigration or anti you know um like i hear a lot of like just these people don't belong here like these people don't even support us and that's that's where i have to be cautious because i don't want to seem anti-black i don't want to seem like Mm -hmm. i'm pushing back and being like well you since you don't support me you know i'm calling you out and like that and and maybe with that is um realizing where your position is so like knowing your identity so it's like because you obviously realize that you're going to look like as anti-black and i think that that could be then um i think like there still is a way though to to like educate not necessarily call up but educate somebody and be like well on to be fair though you can't necessarily say your people like mm-hmm. these people whatever when also there's are there's afro latinx who are who are affected by immigration like right there's also actually not even that there's also black immigrants that are affected by immigrant issues right who are They're just 100 generalized black. as generalized. Like immigrant immigrants yeah. are only mexican right that's that's the, that's, that's the stereotyping false. falling yeah. into that stereotyping and so like and don't get me wrong like of course black people can be ignorant black people can be prejudiced about stuff of course i mean i've also experienced in within only in black communities and black spaces where there's been islamophobia too and we've and i've confronted that too and we've we've addressed that um so every in every group there's always ignorance and there's prejudice that's with not a doubt like that's just that's true um but i think though too there still has to be a way of like where it doesn't become almost like this way of being like like an instant like you're trying to like put down somebody an argument, yeah, yeah. An argument but actually wanting to have a dialogue or an education right. if you're willing if you're able to i think like though when it comes to like internet though conversations it can the miscommunication yeah, so can always even, like, go yeah I'm but i think like, if it's like that. legit like if this is your like actual community like local community right. or like you know friends family whatever then yeah definitely have that conversation um or like if it's just like people that you know who are like you know like black friends or whatever right it's like just be aware though of your position like knowing that you are latinx right and you're right. not black like because i mean like i i know i'm like white i'm not white passing as hell but i'm white passing as hell mm-hmm. sometimes in like certain spaces yeah. so you know like i don't want to ever seem like i'm calling somebody ignorant or like i'm like the way that i try to educate people like i, I have to be very cautious about that you know because mm-hmm. yeah no like i think about that too sometimes too because like um even when this comes around like with like uh like black like black gay or black queer folks mm-hmm. sometimes there's stuff that comes off that like might sound like like ignorant when they say it and i and mm-hmm. i'm like i don't like i i still kind of today still kind of like struggle with how do i even navigate with like talking to somebody like to educate something like that um knowing that like there still is kind of a different playing field because of like you know knowing that there there are like they're black and gay mm-hmm. and i'm not yeah. and so like is it going to come across as me being like you know being extra so it's, it's still like i think not everybody has like the answers for that right. i think we just it's a learning process yeah and know? like i think sometimes like when whether whomever it may be like they offend you or they offend something that you identify as like it's like a trigger that sometimes yeah. you you like put on the shield and you like answer back so fast that it may seem like you're being offensive to them yeah, like you know yeah. like you know if somebody says something about like immigrants like it hits home Mm-hmm. or like deportation being deported like you know it hits home my dad was deported so like i feel like it's something that like i personally have to be like like i have to think about my answer before i answer yeah because it's just like if i do it so quick 
I'm gonna like say something like yell or say or, like do it in a rude way where it's not educating it's just trying to argue with somebody and that's like instigating mm-hmm. so then I, that's gonna start something back and forth like mm-hmm. you do this I do that like you know yeah I think I have again I think I have more patience for like people of color than, than white folks oh yeah definitely I'll be honest I like, no, uh, like yeah like when it, if, it's, if it's white folks I'm gonna probably cuss you out if you say something but it's what like can, with people what, of color what can they say um, you're anti-white yeah no oh no people have said that no oh, yeah. I'm not Did even lying your, mm. I've literally seen people say that like that it's offensive to say Caucasian I okay. said it's offensive <laughs> to say white privilege. Yeah, have no, you seen that? I've no. seen that stuff. Like people have said that. I'm just like, you really have some nerves. You're being so. racist to white people. Because so you want like the reason why I say that is because okay. like because the 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 way that the system is played, they are already placed in a place of superiority anyway. So it's just like you're not internalizing anything because all of your stuff is is benefiting you. If in realistic, besides maybe like like class because you can also have white poor people that, yeah. that is a thing yeah. but when it comes to like race i mean like there's white majority there's like a lot of times white society is is valued as great i mean look at the way look at the royal wedding i mean take for that example the fact that like we were all well i wasn't a lot of people were all so obsessed and like fascinated by this british wedding royal wedding but like there's royal weddings like in africa there's a, there's actual royal like royalty like african like families that are princes like uh, queens and queens uh, queens and kings mm-hmm. um like in i think ethiopia there was like an african uh prince who married an african-american woman last year i think or mm-hmm. a year before that yeah and that didn't it make wasn't news broadcasted, that, that, like, that didn't make wide. news so it's just like <laughs> so it's like we gotta also think about like why how do we value these stuff like why and why do we value certain things but we don't value why? other things you know right, right. um so yeah that's a whole nother thing it's it's hard definitely when you're just like you really get down to the, like to the smallest points and be like why do i really care about this and it's because it's, yeah. it always has that white space in, and and i think like, like that's acceptance. Like, but that's also then a good thing of like being able to actively think i think because sometimes people like think like oh here you go ranting and like making a big deal about something but it's like well me. we have to be able to challenge stuff. yeah i mean y'all challenge me about beyonce all the time that's okay <laughs> look i'll take it <laughs> but like i think like you have to like be able to like critically think about things yeah you know as a human being like it shouldn't just be like just we're gonna all accept like the fact that we're all like obsessing over this royal wedding and nobody's gonna think about why exactly we're t- thinking about it right. and like, like you can break them down and like tomorrow you may not be a beyonce fan <laughs> look if beyonce does actually become really pa- problematic she will be canceled <laughs> I'll say, i say that right now on the live she will be pla- canceled if she does something problematic <laughs> oh my gosh um, we'll see if you cancel uh cardi b though and you know what? I haven't even listened to her. I haven't even been listening to her though. You haven't? No, like I, I haven't touched that album since it came out. I like one of the songs. It's the Spanish. Oh, with Osuna? Yeah. Oh yeah. I like it like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like listen to them when if it comes on the radio or something. But I really. We didn't even cover. I don't stand anybody. Yeah, we didn't cover her response though. Like last episode. Stand. Stand. Cause like she, cause yeah, like she like kind of missed the point with her response. But what response? With the whole Azalea Banks thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I didn't even see that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was. was, uh, Yeah, I haven't even been. You know, I just I I don't feel like I can. I don't feel like I I can I can barely argue with certain people. So I'm I'm not even gonna argue with people about 
other musicians <laughs> so i can't yeah. stand i can't stand people i'm sorry we'll see how long her career goes though cardi b <laughs> yeah and i mean i will say she did get famous really fast but mm, yeah. we can argue about that too mm-hmm. and why so um and then yeah like the did you go on fenty what is savage the, fenty i did i actually saw like when everybody was hyping up that it was trash or whatever they expected more i went on there and the stuff is did pretty decent savage, savage fenty? yeah like the, did, if you saw did the you trash bodysuits those weren't the only ones <laughs> on there <laughs> there's better ones there's better ones on there and um i just think it's fine it's like it's a good website like i have yet to see a review like someone is gonna come up with a review and i'm waiting for it not really yeah her name's Aaliyah. i don't know i don't know her Aaliyah J? no not her oh um she's also uh, okay i'm not <laughs> even gonna but yeah um i think that's pretty much yeah that's all we have for today episode um yeah like subscribe share comment please comment for real and like and yeah follow our Be social for media real. <laughs> social media pages our instagram and our twitter yeah we'll be here let us know what you want us to talk about please because nobody comments our comments are dry we'll be live again they're crispy yeah we'll go live again because we see people are definitely active there so yeah and we should have that interview with your friend yeah we should have that soon Mm -hmm. um coming up thank you bye guys have a good week positive vibes